Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Shaking My Damn Head. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots, and it is Friday, May 6th in the year 2022. Oh my, the news, the news, and this insanity just continues. What can I say? We're going to have a pretty good mashup tonight, so buckle up. I'm not going <laughs> to, nothing's off the table. Let me put it that way. Patriots, before we begin, make sure you are getting a good night's sleep and make sure you are keeping your immune system strong. For your immune, for your good night's sleep, make sure you're getting over to mypillow.com forward slash bards. Use that landing page right there for Bards Nation to see some of the latest specials. And right now, mypillow.com is having a huge sale of buy one, get one free. So if you head on over to MyPillow.com, use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, you're going to be able to find MyPillow bed sheets, Giza Elegance MyPillows, the MyPillow Classic, all sorts of, even the six-piece towel set, all sorts of things, buy one, get one free. Fantastic savings. You also have the regular great specials going on, my slippers, 50% off, doggy beds, down as low as $19.99, pet blankets, 30% off, mattress toppers, 50% off, all sorts of amazing savings. Use that promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. Take advantage of the amazing sales and deals that are going on right now at MyPillow.com. You can also use that at FrankSpeech.com and TheMyStore.com. And if you want to speak to a real person, you can call 800-975-2939, 800-975-2939, and use your promo code while you speak to a great Patriot Pillow Counselor, and they will get you totally hooked up. So again, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, and take advantage of it. And one more thing, Patriots, it is your immune system. Make sure you're keeping your immune system strong. We are surrounded by the stresses and the environmental issues that are challenging our immune systems. And keeping our immune system strong is essential to maintaining a strong position in this fight. Expedition Coffee was designed specifically to not only give you that energy boost you need that will sustain you across the entire day, while boosting your immune system and help maintain a mental focus throughout the day. You can find Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D, Expedition Coffee at ExpeditionCoffee.com. And there you'll also find a full range of products that are designed to work as a full health ecosystem, all designed to reclaim your personal health sovereignty. Those products include the Gut Health Triad, which helps heal and seal your gut. Leaky gut is one of the critical causes of sickness in our nation. You also have Immune XP, which is an immune booster based on pine cone extract with high levels of vitamin C. Earth, which is a nutrient powder, giving your body a full complement of nutrients you need. Just mix it with water, drink it like a shake. Do that once a day and Pure 47, one of the most refined silver extracts on the market that can isolate most of the pathogens that you'll encounter. The products on ExpeditionCoffee.com are all designed to give you back the strength in your immune system to not only endure the challenges to the immune system, but to dominate 
and to rise above to reclaim your true health sovereignty. So check out Expedition, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. Well, Patriots, there's a lot happening. And when a lot of things happen, people begin to cling on to a lot of things that they feel secure in. That's one of the most dangerous times in, in a fight like this, because in an information war, the idea is to destroy and, de- and deconstruct everything that is sacred and in its place put in those things that will give you comfort or to force people into a corner where they start hanging on to things and they're not paying attention to what's actually going on. So I'm going to read a, a post. I read this today, this afternoon. I want you to hear this. This was put out by Pepe Lives Matter. It's a very disturbing post for me because we're starting to create a, a framework around President Trump, but it's more than President Trump. It's anybody, for that matter, that suddenly becomes untouchable. So I want to read this, listen to it, and then I'm going to read you a headline. People who say that Trump doesn't have his pulse on true MAGA anymore has no idea what kind of things happen behind the scenes and what kind of person Trump is. God used Trump to stop the hard reset, lay the corruption of the swamp bare for the world to see, and protect millions of children around the world. His legacy is absolutely tremendous. I find it shameful for people to dishonor this man, and and I won't stand for it. You have no idea what kind of burden he's been holding on these last five years, and people sitting on a couch have no right to judge a man who's been working his ass off to save the world from pure evil. All right, that reads well, maybe, but there's no proof of any of that, and there needs to be some receipts when you're going to bring some strong statements like that, because here's a receipt. And this is the receipt that I keep talking about, and it's this. This comes from Gateway Pundit, May 5th. 2022, posted at 6.04 p.m. The FDA restricts the Johnson & Johnson COVID shot due to risk of blood clots. That was the shot that President Trump has insisted everybody take. So this is my point, is that there's a, everybody's accountable in this entire fight. Nobody gets a pass, period, no matter who you are. And we have the obligation to absolutely keep a clear head and a clear focus on this and not get wrapped up in the emotions and what you would like. Here's the big trap is that people want to believe what they want to believe. They don't want to look at the hard facts of truth. And until we see an explanation of why the shift went from supporting HCQ to jamming a vax onto the public, that is a big red flag all the way through. And it's something you have to keep your focus on. The other thing you have to ask yourself is why it's so obsessed for him to take credit for the injection. I've never figured that out, but I'll tell you one thing. We don't want to talk about how God uses people. Be careful what you wish for because sometimes he'll hand you everything right on a platter and it won't always be good. Now, I want to start a little bit. We had a lot of stuff to cover tonight. And so I'm going to kind of set the tone tonight with a song and yeah, it's a song, and it's a song by Tom McDonald. It's a three-minute song by Tom McDonald, and I think um, it kind of sums up the entire thing. It's his latest piece, three minutes eleven seconds, called "The System." Listen to the words; he's dead on. 
Welcome to the world, baby boy, I'll paint you red and white and blue. The indoctrination starts as soon as you come out the womb. Pretty quick, we'll make you stupid with curriculums at school. And if the classroom doesn't do the trick, we'll make you watch the news. Pick your team, right or left, pick the red pill or the blue. You can vote, but even if you win, still everyone will lose. Don't forget to buy designer because Gucci makes you cool. We prioritize material belongings over truth. Get a job that you can't stand so you can buy some cans of food. Go overseas and die for freedom, there's some oil we can use. Our democracy exists so that you think that you can choose. But our algorithms make you do what we want want you to do what's the problem you're depressed society has you confused we got medication for you that you'll probably abuse go get married to a lady who also don't have a clue and pump out a few babies that are just the same as you welcome to the system everyone's a victim doesn't matter if you're black or white it hates you all here inside the system violence is a symptom fighting for what's right but somehow everyone is wrong welcome to the system everyone's a victim doesn't matter if you're black or white it hates you all here inside the system violence is a symptom fighting for what's right but somehow everyone is wrong Welcome to the world, baby girl, I'll paint you pink if that's okay We'll encourage self-destruction through the music that you play We divided all the men by trying politics and race And honestly, it's working awesome, so for you, we'll do the same Never teaching you to love yourself, inject you full of hate Objectify your sexuality, then blame you for the rape And weaponize the differences that make our men and women great Then just to screw with you, erase the genders, everyone's the same We'll empower you with rights to vote and fight for equal pay Then have the men turn into women and you'll fight for them again But you thought you had it figured out, but everything has changed Welcome to the system! Please enjoy your stay Here's a bible and a bottle of the cheapest booze we make Find a man who can take care of you to fill the holes we made Buy a house and settle down, fulfill your duty, procreate And make a couple babies who will also do the same Welcome to the system, everyone's a victim Doesn't matter if you're black or white, it hates you all Here inside the system, violence is a symptom Fighting for what's right, but somehow everyone is wrong Welcome to the system, everyone's a victim Doesn't matter if you're black or white, it hates you all the system, violence is a symptom Fighting for what's right, but somehow everyone is wrong Welcome to the world, everybody I'ma paint you black and white I'ma make you hate each other so that everyone will fight I'ma give you our religion, let the righteous find the light But I will also give you science to oppose the word of Christ And I'ma give you borders, they're imaginary lines If you cross them, go to war and win when everybody dies And I'ma give you money that you'll value more than life And let the 1% have everything while you fight to survive And then I'll give you politics, I'll call it left and right And while you divide yourselves, I will conquer both the sides Can't you see? I'm the system, my whole purpose is divide What you choose will never matter because everything Everything is mine. Welcome to the system, everyone's a victim. Doesn't matter if you're black or white, it hates you all. Here inside the system, violence is a symptom. Fighting for what's right, but somehow everyone is wrong. Welcome to the system, everyone's a victim. Doesn't matter if you're black or white, it hates you all. Here inside the system, violence is a symptom. Fighting for what's right, but somehow everyone is wrong. Welcome to the system, everyone's a victim. Doesn't matter if you're black or white, it hates you all. Here inside the system, violence is a symptom. Fighting for what's right, but somehow everyone is wrong. And there you go. Laid out beautifully in words, whether you like rap or not. Solid message. Here's a latest message from Nina Jankovic. That's our new truth, truth czar. Listen to this. That's false or misleading information um, that uses gendered tropes. So it might be, for instance, this is a big one that we tracked in the report, Kamala Harris slept her way to the top. Or it might be uh, that uh, Jacinda Ardern, another one that we found, is actually a man. So uh, we might see yeah, she uh, is a man. racist tropes about, uh, name it, I mean, Ilhan Omar is a, is a favorite for this sort of racist sexual rhetoric that's compounded, the idea that she married her brother to immigrate to the United States, for she instance. Did. But then we see racialized narratives, things like 
Kamala ain't black. Hashtag she's Kamala not. ain't black is, is one that we tracked. Um, things that are saying that she's not black enough. She's not South Asian enough to claim that heritage. She's a man. Same thing goes against AOC. So, so rather than write the word bitch, they will use an exclamation point instead of an I. Or they oh. will use visual means. Okay, I'll use an I. Let me know detection. when. So one of the things that I get pretty frequently as a woman in my 30s without children is I get sent pictures of empty egg cartons. Because you're a man. Remind me that my fertility is waning. You don't have fertility as a woman. It's about Kamala Harris, about other candidates, about uh, women in general in the West were echoed in domestic Russian disinformation. Oh, I'm a domestic Russian disinformation agent because I'm going to tell you that that truth czar is a man anyway. I swear I'm getting so sick and tired of these gender flippers. I'll tell you. And that's the half the problem of our country is the women's rights movement is being run by gender flippers. I'll tell you. Well, here's the real story. By the way, this is Robert David Steele before he died. I want to put a little qualifier on this. Qualifier on this. For those of you that may not know Robert David Steele or other than just what he said online, very controversial. But I will tell you, I ran into Robert David Steele in 2015. Robert David Steele is the real deal, or was. He's dead now. And he is—he was a CIA operative. In fact, he and I worked with a couple of the same people. So he's the real deal. You may not agree with him, but um, he's got some hard-hitting points here. This is at the core of what our world is really like. Absolutely outraged by what we're allowing to happen to our children. Uh, this, I mean, humanity is judged on how you treat the weakest member uh, of the um, of the society. Uh, these children are not just kidnapped and in some cases bred by families as a cash crop. We have people in the United States of America that breed children in order to sell them. And when they are sold, they come without birth certificates, which means it's easier to kill them and have no one ask where they are. We're also importing children by the plane load. Again, children who have no documentation. It's not just child slavery or child sex abuse. It's also child torture. Because you have adrenalized blood. You, you have the, the whole blood drinking ceremony of the satanic world. It's also the uh, use of children for harvesting body organs. We'll have the Falun Gong uh, testimony tomorrow. Um, one of the reasons that the Falun Gong are so popular is because they're so healthy. Uh, so that you can harvest their body organs uh, with, and, get, and get the very best. And then you have ritual ceremonies and ritual murder. Uh, as well as incidental murder. I have found in my research and preparation for this court and all of the work that will follow that most organizations that end up being um, used to prey on children, Oxfam is a recent example, uh, all of the United Nations organizations, the Boy Scouts of America, all of the child services agencies across the United States of America, they did not start out as organizations to prey on children. But they attract pedophiles. They attract pedophiles. All these groomers that you're seeing in our system that are surfacing, what do you think their end goal is? Because their end goal is not just to make a, a child like them by by look, they're going to make them by them by function. Our society has been deeply penetrated by pedophiles and they're running under the red, white, and well, not the red, white, and blue, that rainbow flag of theirs. And it's disgusting. And, and I've said this many times, if you are gay or lesbian and you're silent on the sideline, not calling out these groomers, you're as guilty as they are. Bottom line, period.
period. No, no questions. And that goes for anybody that's around Trump, anybody that's in the political sphere, anybody. If you're silent on this matter, you might as well be a pedophile yourself because it's just that simple. Our children are the most valuable things, and we're at a war right now in our nation that is literally tearing us apart because we're forgetting some very fundamental issues about what's at hand. And what's at hand here is the fight for the children. And in all of this, as we start to see what's going on and and understand what's going on, the horrors of what's around us is that they have been taking advantage of these of us and the children for years, and they're keeping everybody distracted. There's some real devastating things that are happening to this nation and to this world at this point in time. And the people that are fighting are constantly being attacked and being silenced, and for good reason. Here's one of our favorite Nazis, CEO Borla from Pfizer. All vaccine makers have faced the same challenge, and that is of, of misinformation. Cor- correct me if I'm wrong, but, I, but I, I believe I've heard you talk about those who would deliberately peddle in misinformation as criminals. Is, is that something that you stand by, that you believe in? Yes, I, I do, because they are, they are literally cost lives. They know what that they are saying is lie, but they do it despite that. There is an article, a picture of my wife, uh, her, uh, I forced her to get the vaccine, and then because of the vaccine, she died. I realized that they had all of that lies, of course. And they did it, why? Because they wanted to convince people that they were on the fence to do the vaccine or not, don't do it. Look, his wife died. But forget that, that's nothing compared to how many people didn't do the vaccine and died because of that. So they are criminals. Oh, we're criminals. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> because my wife died because I forced her. I'll bet he did force her. And then one of the one things when you come out to do when you do something wrong is you come out on the offensive and you tell people the opposite. These people are master liars. Don't ever think they aren't. And they, they're opening, they're running in full open, in the open space right now for everybody to see. And there still remains an enormous amount of silence from the American public as a whole of allowing this to happen and just acquiescing to their lies and to their power. That's the part that's just stunning to me, is that as we move along here, and we have now have a, a truth commission running our country, and we are now putting in a attacking more and more patriots while we listen to the more the greater lies that they're trying to spin to defend their liberal movement their liberal movement that is centered around sexual deviance with pedophiles at the top of the pyramid pushing the idea that everybody has a confused gender let's get real about what's really going on now i'm going to i've got another tom mcdonald song here i'm going to play and i want you to hear it and by the way parental warning on this there's a couple words in here that might cause you some problem but what can I say? He says it perfectly. It's called Stupid People. Take a listen. Hi! I'm praying that the world changes soon. Can't get a doobie on a plane, but there's Uzis in our schools. Every dude who touched a boob or a booty getting me too. What you expect from the kids who went to Hooters after school? We're all triggered and defensive. We're all racist and we're sexist. We all grew up watching South Park. How are we offended? Now being fat is beautiful. Name a thing that you can't do. Jumping jacks, run a mile, live past 42. Man, it used to be cool to just flip a bird to the system. And now it's trendy to be triggered and pretend you're a victim. It's my race. It's my weight. It's because I'm a Christian. I hate the internet and anyone who has an opinion and everybody angry if you 
you say white, okay fine Pass me the brush and I'll paint my face to the shades right Let's talk about abortion, sorry tell me how this works Bacteria is life on Mars, but a heartbeat isn't life on Earth? Weird Y'all so stupid, why are y'all so stupid? Get better problems, I swear to God that y'all want them, y'all so dumb People so stupid, people so dumb People so boo-hoo, wah-wah-wah I'm a hater cause I can't relate to gay pride Call me homophobic because I don't wanna date guys K-tight I for one I'm not surprised the world declined along the way Give trophies to children for losing just cause they decide to play We exercise our right to vote and hate the politicians Ay, This is a democracy, it's partly your decision Ay, This is weird, feels like this a different year If I identify as a female then will my balls and penis disappear? Children want a gender switch and hating men is feminist Depression and anxiety are trendy, we're too sensitive Invented 80 genders, mad the world is not accepting it Then gave them more attention than normal women and men can get What a contradiction, being human is so tragic Focus on minorities, ignoring all the masses Hallelujah everyone, activism saved the planet No more plastic straws and paper, just paper straws wrapped in plastic Congratulations Y'all so stupid, why are y'all so stupid? Get better problems, I swear to God that y'all want them, y'all so dumb People so stupid, people so dumb People so boo-hoo, wah-wah-wah Get better issues, we're gonna run out of tissues, it's so dumb Look, I get it, it's like the world is going crazy Seems like a school shooting happens almost daily The racism, rape culture, hatred that we're facing Is way too ingrained for our hashtags to change it We've become so lazy and complacent Afraid of our generation We think activism's Instagramming memes and complaining It's a problem when there's actually actions you could be taking But you're triggered so you just cry like a baby Y'all so stupid Why are y'all so stupid Get better problems, I swear to God that y'all want them Y'all so dumb People so stupid, people so dumb People so boo-hoo, wah-wah-wah Get better issues, we're gonna run out of tissues It's so dumb <laughs> Tom McDonald just nails it sometimes I can't say it better it is, we are living in such a crazy world. And the problem with the crazy is while we laugh at it, it's becoming mainstreamed. And it's become accepted that this is how stupid we are. And we're not. And we're never supposed to be. And this is the biggest problem, is that this generational group, and it's a minority, they act retarded, they act selfish, and they're godless. And that can't be the way a country can work. We have no possible way of surviving as a nation when they are the way they are. People get easily triggered and people have sensitive ears. And this is another thing. You know, it's just amazing because we've come to a place that a, 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 even an off word can trigger almost anybody. I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. And we start to not hear each other. You know, I've said this before, but when the one thing about it was really interesting to watch in the early part of the Q movement, which was very powerful, was to watch people discover God for the first time. These are people that had never grown up in a culture of understanding who God is. And what ends up happening is that in the process, and you would see this over and over when 8chan was up people would make the comments that like, I have just proven that evil exists. Therefore God must exist. 
And it was powerful to watch. And the thing is that the articulation, the language that they used was coarse. Lots of F-bombs, lots of other things. But there was a desire and a deep, passionate desire to seek and find out what God was. Man, I'm telling you, I always go back to that place that Christ spoke to prostitutes and tax collectors. And if you've never spoken to anybody of that ilk or that profile to appreciate how coarse the language is, then you're living in a, in a bubble. We have to learn to hear each other. And right now, it's so important to be able to get into the place of truly hearing each other. There's a piece right here I'm going to play that's really interesting because I'm really impressed with what Steve Bannon does with this at the end. This literally ranks as the best liberal meltdown of the week, and it's from the Young Turks. But I want you to hear what Bannon says at the end. It's going to be about three minutes of pain and then about 30 seconds of sum up. But just listen to this because the point about this is there's a certain amount of truth in this absolute meltdown. Take a listen. We don't even have affordable child care in this freaking country. Okay, and the people who fight against those kinds of laws are Republicans. And yet... What do you want them to do with their kids when they have to go to work? What do you want them to do? What do you want them to do? I want them to answer that freaking question. Answer the question. Journalists, ask them the question. Ask them. Ask them. Isn't it amazing? God God. Is it, isn't it amazing that not one Democrat has shown 1% of the passion that Anna has today? They don't care. They They're don't fine. care. They're they don't fine. Care. They're they, all so old, they don't even have to worry about it affecting them. And if they're young enough where it would affect them, they'll get their abortion. They're going to okay? fly to they're Paris. They're trading individual stocks, enriching themselves. They're good. They're good. They don't care about you. Make sure you understand that and you feel it in your bones. They don't care about you at all. All of that fundraising, all of that canvassing, all of that hard work on the ground, they can't even get a voting rights bill passed. They're losers. Trusha Briggs writes in, thank you, Anna, for communicating this momentous injustice and the rage we're all feeling today. If we're gonna sit around and wait for our elected lawmakers to protect us from these religious zealots and these right-wing authoritarians, man, we have another thing coming. How many times do we need to be disappointed by them? I'm done with them. I am personally, I don't speak for everyone in this network, I wanna be clear, I'm speaking for myself. I'm done with them, completely. The Democratic Party, every single one of them, that includes the squad, I don't care anymore. They have not delivered, they have not delivered, I'm done. Okay. It's time to organize, create organizations that get women and get people in this country what they need. People who are willing to pick up the slack for these disgusting, feckless, corrupt politicians. That's what we need to focus on. This is why, ladies and gentlemen, now I realize a lot of people are say that's Anna Kasparian and she's a left-wing radical and everything like that, but to the core of what she's saying, you have to listen. Because who can come up with a solution for that will govern this country for 100 years. This is about families, okay? It's about kids and having lots of kids. And kids that are healthy in a nation that's prosperous, that has great jobs. And it's all there before us. We can do this. 
right there you're seeing the destruction of the Democratic Party on November 8th. Because people like that understand that the Demo- just like the Reiners, the Democratic Party is a bigger scam. A bigger scam. And that's why African Americans, this is why working class Hispanics in the Rio Grande Valley, this is why Asian Americans are coming to this inclusive nationalism and participatory populism. Where, yes, you have a voice and you go to a school board. You are part of the precinct strategy. You go. You're part of the elections. That you're actually a populist movement where you are actively counted on and made to be there. So leave aside the fact that, that she's left wing and forget the fact that's the Young Turks. That, that anger and frustration is pointed at the Democrats that have not come up with a solution. Because they don't have one. Because the entire Democrat Party the, and the majority of Republicans don't have a solution because they're all about destroying the family. That young lady who loses her mind and is Anna Kasparian, she's a leftist. And you're seeing what happens when the empire starts to fall apart. The, what they worship is government and what they seek for answers is the institutions of men. And we know better. And so they lash out and we become radical, whatever we are, religious zealots. I guess that's what it is. Okay. Good enough. I'll take it because we're already told by Christ we're going to get persecuted. I could care less anyway. But it's a selfish tantrum, complete selfish tantrum, because she's not getting what she wants because in her mind, getting what we want, you can't take away any of my rights. This is her idea. That's include my right to kill a child. Interesting. Because apparently her right to kill a child means that she's giving her right to to kill a new life because that child is not hers. Not once it's not once it's conceived. And this is all triggering this reality. And part of what you're witnessing there is you're witnessing a realization of the whole false narrative that they're, they're living under. And this is going to lead. We're going to see a lot more of this, by the way, a lot more of this. She's just the beginning. And you're going to see many people fall apart this way because everything that they believed in this narrative, we keep thinking in terms of this narrative, this matrix collapsing based on some big event, like you're going to learn that the world is a donut rather than it's round or something like this. For these people, their world is now collapsing right now. The one of the most sacred things they had was the right to destroy and kill a baby because their most important thing is their sexuality. And their right to spread their legs and have sex whenever they want. That's a truth. So when we are in that place, in a nation, when we're starting to see these people fall apart, we know that the storm is just beginning to lap on its shores. And it's going to get crazy before this is over. Very crazy. But the realization is starting to come as to how deep and corrupt this is. Here's one from Reggie Littlejohn, which is president of the Women's Rights Without Borders. She's now coming to the realization, a little late in the game, but we'll take it, of just how dangerous data collection is. Take a listen to this. So how does the Disinformation Governance Board work together with the vaccine passports and a cashless society to trap us in a, in a digital gulag? First thing I want to say about these uh, vaccine passports They are being rolled out nationally, including in some Republican states with with very little fanfare, really under the radar screen. 
and they're not being called vaccine passports because of our work and the work of others. We have made that nomenclature to be radioactive. So they're calling them things like smart health cards or digital IDs. Anything that has a QR code that you are required to join that will show your vaccination status is a vaccine passport. And what happens with these vaccine passports is that according to tech experts, they utilize the same digital platform as the China social credit system. So what does that mean? That means that even though they might start out just showing whether or not you're vaccinated, within a matter of minutes, all this functionality can be attached. So they can be used to, for, to attach facial recognition, gate recognition, real-time geolocation so that, that they, they know always where you are, your social media posts, your internet search history, your internet spending history, and very importantly, your credit card and your bank accounts. So that if you run afoul of the powers that be in China, or if we institute it here in the United States, one of the most powerful tools they have is if they have a cashless society, they can cut you off from your ability to transact, to buy or sell, which means that they can do things like, you know, if, if, if they could cut you off completely, in which case you have no ability to buy food, you won't be able to pay your mortgage or your, or your rent. I mean, that that will be, that's a digital gulag right there. You're, you are paralyzed. Or they could do something a little bit less like controlling your spending, like, you know what, uh, Big Brother here thinks that you're buying too much wine or you're playing too much many video games and so we're just not, not going to allow that transaction to go through. But they can do this stuff, okay, if this is instituted. They sure can. Welcome to the Great Awakening. Welcome to the Great Reset. Your choice. The whole bottom line of this is that the left wanted this. Those, on the, those growing up in this world who believed honestly, these were real surveys, that social that socialism started with social media, those that have been seeking to have a UBI, wanting an easy life, wanting guarantees of health care, health care being a human right, they're discovering now just what the cost of that is because nothing is free. Nothing. We have literally 70 million babies in this nation that have been slaughtered since the legalization of abortion in 1973 or 74. 70 million. That's about, that's roughly about just shy of one-fourth of our population. It's insane. And those all would have been families. But they're gone. And 92% of those were made by decisions not because of a rape, not because of a health issue, not because of incest, none of that. 92% of those abortions were done by free will, by the choice of a woman, simply because a bad choice was made and they wanted to get rid of the child. That moral bankruptcy in our country is what's shaping our body politic right now. That's the state of our union. But now even those that voted for their icon, Obama, even they're now beginning to look back and reflect. Listen to this 43 seconds. We gave a black man, we gave a black man the highest prize in the universe, and then after that we gave him the Nobel Prize for peace, even though he didn't earn it. We gave to him everything that he needed to succeed. We gave him everything that he needed to succeed. We gave him everything. 
everything he needed to lead his people. We gave him everything he needed to help black people. We gave him everything he needed to change the world and the dynamics of black people. We gave him everything to heal slavery. We gave him the presidency and we gave him the Nobel Prize for peace. We gave him everything. And the nigger fell. <laughs> I couldn't say it. He did. I'm going to let that one be. But it was said, and it's true, <laughs> along with his husband, Michael. My goodness. See, that's the whole game that's been played. And the problem is that in this world, people don't want to face truth. And then when they do face truth, too often what they want to do is run away and give an excuse of why they shouldn't listen to truth. I don't care whether it's because they don't like the way the person speaks, they don't like the topic, they think it's tin hat, they don't like the music, whatever it is. When people don't want to hear truth, they run. And they create excuses and they refuse to look in the mirror. If we're going to grow as a nation, we have to start sitting brutally and facing this truth. And that's the only way we're going to grow up. And truth is harsh. Truth hurts because truth ultimately makes us accountable. Obama didn't start this. This started long before Obama. This started in with Roosevelt. It started with those before him. Only the fools believe that Obama started this. And where we sit today, he's just a major symptom when it started to come to the surface where we could really start to see it because of all the things that he was, he actually was the first awakening moment for this nation. One could argue that God put him there for a reason, whether you like that or not, but it took something dramatic to start waking us up from our stupid slumber we were in. And we are where we are now. And we have to start facing some harsh facts about this world. And it's, a not, it's not an easy one to face. Abortion has been the latest issue, Roe v. Wade. And the best part about Roe v. Wade is that as it unwinds, even those that are for it start to reveal it. Here's our favorite witch, HRC. It looks like this. Opinion is dark. It is incredibly dangerous, and it is not just about a woman's right to choose. It is about much more than that. And I hope people now are fully aware of what we're up against, because the only answer is at the ballot box to elect people who will stand up for every American's rights. And any American says, look, I'm not a woman. This doesn't affect me. I'm not black. That doesn't affect me. I'm not gay. That doesn't affect me. Once you allow this kind of extreme power to take hold, you have no idea who they will come for next. Oh, we're coming. Don't kid yourself. We're coming because we don't want a nation that worships ball. And we don't want a nation that industrializes the sacrificial sacrifice of children. We don't want a nation that tries to groom kids when they're in kindergarten. And we have teachers that openly accept it or turn their back towards the crime. We don't want politicians that, that can't define what a woman is. We don't want politicians that are going to pander to a minority because they're loud and vocal when it has nothing to do with the majority of voices in the United States. We don't want a country that can't figure out which way up is gender. We don't want a country that, in, in, that supports a family event space called Disney where the majority of its programming is geared towards grooming children with sexually explicit images. We don't want that. We don't want a nation that is weak and unable to have debates 
We want a nation that has the strength to sit on the moral grounds, to talk and to learn and to listen and to discuss with strength on a rock of faith and know where people stand, not to get triggered and run away. This is where we are as a nation, a time that we have to grow up. Because if we don't, we're going to be susceptible to some of the darker things that are coming. This is Grimes up next. She's the squeeze of Elon Musk for all those that are now rallying around this great thing called Twitter that Elon Musk is taking away. Keep in mind that he supports the vax. He supports brain chipping. He supports the integration of humans with, with AI, transhumanism. He supports a future in the very near future where you're, everyone's going to have a robot human in their house. He believes these things. And that's the person now that is supposed to be saving the free speech in America when he's already promised you that he's going to authenticate every human. How do you think he's going to do that? Maybe a social passport or maybe a facial recognition ID put into massive databases that we know with Twitter running off of the government databases as well. There has to be a stop put to this place of us foolishly trying to chase after the hope when the hope rests inside of us. We are the change. If not, you're going to end up like this. Listen to this one minute and 55 seconds from Grimes and listen carefully to what she says at the end. Becoming cyborgs, like our brains are fundamentally changed. Everyone who grew up with electronics, we are fundamentally different from previous, from homo sapiens. I call us homo techno. I, th I, I think we have evolved into homo techno, which is like essentially a new species. Previous technologies, I mean, may have even been more profound and moved us to a certain degree, but I think the computers are what make us homo techno. I think this is what, yeah. it's a brain augmentation. So it like allows for actual evolution. Like the computers accelerate the degree to which all the other technologies can also be accelerated. Would you classify yourself as a homo sapien or a homo techno? Definitely homo techno. So you're, I think you're, we're all, early, I, you're, you're one of the early of the species. I, th I think most of us are. And I think right now the way we are evolving, um, we can we can choose how we do that. And I think we were being very reckless about how we're doing that. Like we're just having social media. But I think this idea that like this is a time to choose intelligent design should be taken very seriously. It like now is the moment to reprogram the human computer. Um, you know, it's like if you go blind, um, your uh, visual cortex will get taken over with um, other functions. We can choose our own evolution we can change the way our brains work and so we actually have a huge responsibility to do that and i think i'm not sure who should be responsible for that but there's definitely not adequate education we're being inundated with all this technology that is fundamentally changing um the physical structure of our brains and we are not um adequately responding to to that to choose how we want to evolve and we could evolve we, we could be really whatever we want and i think this is a really important time and I think if we choose correctly and we choose wisely, um, consciousness could exist for a very long time and integration with AI could be extremely positive. Integration with AI could be extremely positive because this is the future. And by design, in my opinion, what's going on right now is they are tearing this world apart. They're doing it with the intention of driving people to the choice which they will offer. It's the classic Create the problem, create the reaction, offer the solution. Problem, reaction, solution. And what's the solution hitting out on the horizon for the majority, for many, I should say? It's 
the integrated cities of Internet of Things. It's these new bio-growing labs in huge warehouses where the food is all genetically engineered and you don't eat meat, you eat genetically grown proteins. It's a place where everything is taken care of you for you. You're injected, they track you, they monitor, they let you know when you're Heart rate's up. They let you know when your blood pressure's too high. The entire system on your phone dictates to you what you're going to do. It tells you what next. It offers to you this great new world where you don't have to do, think, or be anything. You're simply a drone in the existence of time and space. That's what's being offered. And there are many that will take it because they've sold their soul to a system to guide them through life with the expectation that everything will be easy and guaranteed. And what you're seeing are those that are reacting right now with Roe v. Wade. Many of those are of that type because they have so clung on to the idea that the system would give them everything and promise them everything and provide for them. When it starts to be pulled out and pulled apart, their entire world collapses. They go into a fit. They scream and they blame the Democrats. They blame a politician, but they can't do the single most important thing. They can't look at themselves and take responsibility and accountability. The nation that we built, or at least I should say the nation that we were given to steward, the nations that our, a nation that our founding father built, was based on accountability of us being honest with one another. But that time now, we are here, and we have unfortunately become a nation that's led by cowards. Listen to this piece. It's a very interesting perspective, not only on revelation, but on prayer. Take a listen. It says this in Revelation 21, 8. talks about the end, who makes it into the kingdom. It says, as for the cowardly, <laughs> cowards don't make it. The faithless, the detestable, as for murderers and the sexually immoral. It's interesting that those go together. The murderers start by being sexually immoral. Sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. Um, we live in one of the most incredible moments in the history of our country. And, um, and I would just encourage you all to be praying for our president. Um, you'll never hear this, but Joe Biden, you're a coward. You're a coward. You say you're a Christian. You say you love the Lord Jesus. You say that rights come from God, our creator. And you think that 62 million slaughtered lives is not nearly enough. And it's never too late to repent. And unless repentance begins at the top and flows down, then according to the last line of the Old Testament, if men don't have a heart for children, we're cursed. The nation shall be judged. We are in the valley of decisions, and this is where we are. Patriots, I have to encourage everybody on what is a pretty heavy message tonight, that there's no time for cowardness. This is a time to be bold, and this is a time to do those things that sometimes aren't comfortable to do. This is a time to be speaking out. This is a time to be sowing seeds, both physically and spiritually in your neighborhoods. The country is at a precipice right now. And there's no question in my mind of where we sit on that. We sit literally in the valley of decision. And nations in this time on this earth will be judged. We will be judged in front of God, but nations will be judged. And our nation is being judged right now.
The world is seeing us for what we are. We're protecting Nazis in Ukraine. We're protecting the murder, defending the murder of children, innocent, unborn. We have willfully attacked and destroyed our elderly. And we've had so many go along with these ruses, willfully accepted. Oh, yeah, abortion, that's a good idea. That's a, that should be a women's right. Oh, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't be with my parents while they, they were separated from me and they died alone. What type of sickness is this in a society that doesn't fight? For those of you that followed me from the beginning, I have said it and I will say it every time I need to. We are at war. We have been at war. It's never been anything but a war. And really, if we want to get honest, we've been at war our whole lives. But it took many years for us to wake up to realize how vicious this fight was and how evil and dark this enemy was. But it's now time for us to embrace that, that we are at war. To stand strong. To be unbending. To be solid in that place in our walk with God. To have Christ in our heart and to have the strength that he had to endure whatever suffering is here and is needed to make sure that we come out of this right and that we fulfill everything that God needs us to fulfill. I have no expectation in this lifetime that I'm going to see an end to this, and in my opinion, nor should you, because our mission is before us and it's clear, and we have to continue it no matter what the cost or the sacrifice It's not about roller coasters up and down. It's not having to be propped up because one day things didn't go right and the next thing the days seemed to go right. This is a constant focus, a steady focus as a warrior walks its path. You never know when the ambush is going to hit you. You never know when the enemy is going to jump out of somewhere and, and try to roll you up. But the one thing you know in your heart every single day is you're ready, locked and loaded. You're trained. You've got the skills. And no matter what comes out of it, You're going to win in one way or another. That focus has to be with everybody every single day. And when we commit to that sort of a fight, we will conquer this evil. We will vanquish this evil, and we must, because that's our duty. And that's, quite frankly, the one assignment that God will never let up on. Let us pray. Father, we come to you tonight. Eyes open, humbled, and realizing the magnitude of this fight that stands before us. An enemy that is ruthless, an enemy that has no morals, has no rules, and will attack and continue to attack relentlessly. We, in much of our life, have been lulled to sleep, to accept a comfort that really was never there, to accept a life that we were teased into of convenience while they raped and pillaged our world. But now we see, with eyes that are greater than those that we see with, but eyes that are based on faith and knowledge which you give us. So we ask for your wisdom to guide us, to be mighty in this time, to face this enemy with the strength of David, to be commanded to fight like Joshua, and to lead the armies like Gideon. Lead us, Father, in this fight, for there are many evil that sit out here to destroy us and most 
horribly to destroy the children and our elderly. We must protect the innocent, and we must protect those that have no voice. Give us the strength, give us the direction. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. A lot ahead. Always a lot ahead. But it's to never waver and to never bow. That's the most important part. This evil will be vanquished, but it's going to take all of us committed and focused to get that done. Our prayers are essential in that matter. So patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent, always press into the fight. God is with us, and he'll never forsake us. But our prayers right now are critical in digging deep into a relationship with Father and the wisdom that he provides. In the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. One last thing, patriots, for all of you that are going into this weekend, may not be on the show this weekend, have a very happy Mother's Day. Until then, or until the next time, God bless, and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, 
ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. 